Hello, my name is Greta Harrison. Welcome to Born Fabulous Podcast, Episode 6 of Season 2. The theme of this season is changing the world one friendship at a time. You will hear interviews with best friends. One person happens to have a disability and the other does not. This episode is the sixth part of my interview with Tim Harris and his best friend, Ashton Mizell. Tim is famous for owning Tim's Place, a restaurant that served breakfast, lunch, and hugs. Tim is now a successful keynote speaker. He is 34, loves to travel, and values his numerous friendships in a unique way. Tim has Down syndrome. Ashton Mizell is 33. She is a proud wife and mother of three young children. You will also hear that she's a very good friend. Ashton's husband, Matt, is sharing his stories and thoughts in this episode. Please enjoy this short clip of Love is a Potion. The lyrics are by Melissa Riggio, who was the focus of episodes one through four in season one. The music and voice are by Rachel Fuller. fortunate to have Ashton's wonderful husband, Matt Mizell, with us. Matt was not able to be here for the original interview with Tim Harris because that was taking place in Albuquerque. And now Tim Harris is traveling with Megan on the East Coast, so Tim is not able to be with us. But Matt wanted to make sure that he put in his input because the friendship is so special to him. And so let's welcome Matt. And Matt, if you could just tell us a bit about yourself. Well, hello. Thanks, Greta, for having me. Appreciate it. Um, well, I have had the privilege and opportunity to marry Ashton, who I think you have already met and spoken with. And so we've been married for about 10 years, and we've had a, a whirlwind of a decade. Got four kids. Uh, no, three kids. Just kidding. Uh, we had a dog, so we considered him one of our, our four, but he's passed. But anyway, we've got three kids, and we live in Farmington, New Mexico. And I lived in Albuquerque. We lived in San Diego. And uh, I am a pastor at a church called Pinion Hills Community Church in Farmington. And uh, we're having a blast and living the dream. All right. Well, thank you. And I know you wanted to be here because Tim is so special to you as well, isn't he? You could tell us a little bit about that, about when you first met him and how your friendship has blossomed since then. Yeah, well, my wife Ashton, uh, Ashton and Tim were good friends in high school, and Ashton had a, a key role in helping get his first uh, real job at a restaurant, Red Robin, and uh, they just really grew together in high school. So when I met Ashton back in 2008, we started getting to know each other and uh, and hanging out and dating with each other. But at one point, she said, "There's there's somebody that's really important for me that I want you to meet, and his name is Tim." And quite frankly, at first, I was like, well, is this another guy on the side? Is this another person she's dating? Who is this Tim guy? Uh, but then she ex- explained that, that Tim has Down syndrome. And uh, I, I really, I had never had a friend that had Down syndrome before. And so that was something that was new for me. 
but if if this person is important to Ashton, then of course I want to get to know this person. Uh, so when I got to meet Tim for the first time, uh, I remember he he opened his arms up and welcomed me with a huge bear hug and and was very welcoming and, and loving uh, right off the bat. And right off the bat, we hit it off as friends. And and for me, it wasn't an, an obligatory thing. It wasn't that I had to be his friend because of Ashton. Um, it for me, it was how can you not love this guy? This guy is incredible. Um, so we had a, a great time and and. Uh, as I got to know him more and more, we spent more and more time with Tim and went down to Roswell where he was in school and, and uh, hung out with him when he was in college and uh, made videos with him. We made music videos with him. So there's just a lot of sweet memories. And, uh, you know, in a way, I'm, I'm a little bit saddened that I had not had um, a friends in the past that have Down syndrome because now I realize how much a gift they are to the world and to, to humanity. Um, and so now I've got, uh, several of, of friends, my friends that have Down syndrome and, and Tim was kind of the first one for me that helped me realize how much of a gift they are and how special and, and precious that is to me. That's beautiful. And I understand that you've even incorporated, uh, people with differing abilities, including Tim in some of your sermons at church or part of your ministry. Is that correct? I have uh, a couple different times. And in fact, Tim has helped me, I would say at least two or three times before where he's been a part of a sermon where I, I kind of tell his story and tell a little bit about how I've gotten to know him. Uh, but then I, I'll bring him out on stage where I, people don't know he's there. So I tell the story and it, people are emotionally connected to his story. And then I surprise the audience by bringing Tim out on stage with me. And then I interview him on stage. Um, and the beautiful thing and the times that I've done that, um, it has really opened people's eyes to, to the fact that, you know, we, we have a lot more in common with people that have Down syndrome and, and different abilities. We have a lot more in common with them than we have unincommon. Uh, I think it was Maya, Maya Angelou who said, we have a lot more alike than we have unalike. Uh, so I think that has opened eyes, uh, the eyes of, of people that are in the congregations. But what's been uh, so sweet and, and heartwarming for me is that after each time that I've had him on stage in a part of a sermon, I invite people to come and meet him afterwards. And the line is hours long uh, from people coming to get hugs, people wanting to come and shake his hand. And so, you know, if, if I were just to bring Tim into an audience where people don't know him and they don't know his story, perhaps he wouldn't meet anybody in the audience because there's, there's maybe stereotypes that people might have for somebody that has Down syndrome. But once they get to know Tim or, or anybody for that matter uh, with Down syndrome, once they get to know him, they fall in love with him. Uh, I think it was Oprah Winfrey who said, you can love anybody if you know their story. So by helping tell his story, um, people fall in love with him. And not only do they fall in love with him, but they, they want to meet him. And many of them have kept in contact with him throughout, through social media and are, are raving fans of Tim Harris because they've had the chance to, to meet him and learn his story. So, so for me, I, I, I love using the opportunity, the platform and the microphone that I have to be able to help people understand this is a person, this is a human not only that, you can, you can love this person and he can love you. Um, and, and like I said, we have a lot more in common than, than you might think. So perhaps open your mind to the possibility of, of what a friendship could look like and, and what this person could offer to you. Um, I really believe, you know, in, in, in ministry, I've been in ministry for vocational ministry for over a decade. <clears throat> and, I, and I take people across the border down to Mexico and third world countries and I take them on mission trips. And while while those trips are helpful and beneficial to the people whom we serve, 
Uh, when we go in and you know help an orphanage or when we go and bring clothes or food to a third world country, we're, the people that are serving, we are definitely serving. We're, we're making them better, I, I, be, I believe. I think we're improving their situation. However, I believe that I get more out of that trip than the people whom I'm serving. And I would say the same thing is, is true for my friendship with Tim. Uh, my, my friendship with Tim is not a handout to Tim. I'm convinced that I get more out of that friendship than, than he does. And he might fight you on that. He might argue that and say, no, 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 no. I love Matt more than he loves me. Uh, but really, it's such a blessing to have that friendship and have a relationship with him. And so um, the more I can give that gift to other people, sounds a little strange, but give the gift of Tim to other people, the better off they are for it. And, you know, we, we lived in California. We're, we're in New Mexico now. But uh, but many people have, have reached out and said, hey, how's Tim doing? Like they, they remember Tim from years ago when he happened to be in California and when he was on stage with me. Uh, he just has a lasting impact. And the more people that I can introduce to him, um, the, the better off their lives are. So it's just a blessing to have him in my life. Very, very powerful words. I really, really love what you said. I think I'm going to use some of your quotes and make memes out of them. <laughs> okay. Very, very good. And as far as the power of his friendship, that extends even past him. As you said, you have other friends of differing abilities and you foresee that being something Ashton talked about, hoping for that with your children as well, that they have mm -hmm. very inclusive experiences in their schools as they grow up. Do you have any comments or thoughts on that? Yeah. You know, uh, Tim in our family, he's not biological family, of course, uh, but we call him Uncle Tim to our kids. And so our, our, our kids refer to him. They, they know him. They love him as Uncle Tim. Uh, one of the things that, that we have recognized with our kids is that when they've seen people who have different abilities than Tim, uh, perhaps not Down syndrome, but a, but a different ability. Um, they, have, they have made comments here and there of, oh, look at that person, or that person looks different. And so we've had, Ashton and I have had opportunities where we can lead and guide our, our own kids because Tim is, is normalized to them, but other people may not be. So it's, it's been an opportunity for us. You know, we, Ashton and I try to really view everybody I mean, we all look different, different race, different language, different skin, different hair. We all look different, uh, but we're all a part of humanity. And so when our, when our kids have kind of stereotyped other people that they've seen in their young, young ages, and you know, our oldest is six years old, um, we've used those as, as learning opportunities to talk about how we believe God's created people in different ways and he's crafted people in different ways. And, um, you know, I, I think that, you know, when, when you go back to scripture and, uh, in the Bible, and I don't know how many listeners that you have that are of faith or not, but when you look at the Bible in Genesis, it says that, that God has, has created the plants and the animals, and it was good. He created the stars and the sky, and it was good. He, he created the oceans, and it was good. He created light and dark, and it was good. And then he created mankind, and the scripture says it was very good. There's a differentiating word there of the very, and I, I believe that, that mankind, we are his masterpiece. We're his magnum opus. We are the best of God's creation. And so while we all may look different, we're still God's best. And I don't, I don't believe God makes mistakes. And if he doesn't make mistakes, then that means that people like Tim or people who have different abilities, they're how God wanted them to be. And if that's the case, then what's their role and what's their purpose? We all have a role and a purpose, I believe, in our lives. So, so to, to get to know them and realize that their abilities are different than mine, their strengths are different than mine, their passions are different than mine, but we're still a human. We're still created in God's image. And we're still, we have something to contribute to make this world a better place. And what is that? Maybe my, the makeup that I have is different than somebody else, but 
Um, but I want to help even my kids explore like the God's made them that way. And let's appreciate that and celebrate that. And let's love them instead of pointing fingers or, or gawking. Let's get to know them because they have a story and they have a heart and they have a mind. Um, and, and God wants to use them in the same way he wants to use you. So, so let's get to, to know them and, and even welcome them and include them. Beautiful. Beautiful. Is there anything funny, especially funny or sweet that you would like to share a story about Tim? Uh, funny or sweet. Um, or both. <laughs> gosh. Uh, one, one of the things that stands out to me and I, I don't, I don't, I, I'm not sure how much has been shared with you in, in the other episodes with Ashton and Tim, but um, one of the things that really Tim was all about was he, he wanted to be um, the, the person who gave my wife the ring in our wedding ceremony back in Cancun in Mexico. And so we didn't have a flower boy. And so we made him our, or a ring bearer. I'm sorry. We didn't have a ring bearer. And so we, we allowed him to be the ring bearer, but we felt like the, the title of a ring bearer was something that you would give to a, a smaller kid. And it's Tim, you know, everything is awesome. And so we wanted to make it bigger and bolder by having Tim be our ring bearer, but we, we gave him the title of King of the Ring. And he, he just loved that role. And I, I distinctly remember him uh, in the wedding ceremony itself and how much of a, a privilege that was for him and just a distinct role. Uh, and, and him coming over and giving my wife in the wedding ceremony, give, handing the ring to her and giving her such a, a, a huge bear hug uh, on that day for the wedding was just such a sweet moment. And, and I think that captivates two, two dynamics of the dichotomy that makes up Tim. You have a serious, compassionate, loving side, and you have a fun, loving, uh, entertaining side. And, and that's Tim. You, he, he is the most authentic, loving person, yet one of the most fun people that you ever in, engage with. And in that moment, he was both. He was the king of the ring, which is a silly title, Yet he was so loving and so compassionate to give my wife the ring in our wedding ceremony, and and um, and, and for me that was just a, a sweet moment. Uh, less of the silly and funny side, but man, he has. Um, it, every time we meet him, I, I remember there was one time we went down and met him at a restaurant in Albuquerque, and I think it was in November, and he showed up in a full-on Santa suit outside of this restaurant to be Santa. He wanted to be the first Santa that my kids saw that year. Um, and he had a whole bag full of gifts that he had brought. And here we are in like November. So it, I don't even think Thanksgiving had passed yet. So it just seemed a little out of, out of date as far as a Santa Claus, but, but that's the kind of guy he is. He's, he's always looking for costumes. He's just ran a marathon with Ashton, a half marathon, and he dressed up in a tutu for the, the marathon, but, uh, he's just a fun guy and, and you can't be around him without laughing and enjoying life. And, and life is just better, uh, when Tim is around. So. He lives up in Denver now, and, and it's hard for us because we're about seven hours away from him, and we used to live a lot closer to him. But uh, but hopefully at some point, maybe we'll live again uh, closer to one another because, uh, in all honesty, our, our lives are better when Tim is around. That's beautiful. And I don't, I don't think you know, because I haven't had a chance to tell you, but your wedding is the inspiration for this season being all about friendship. Hmm. Because Jeannie, I mentioned to Jeannie that Tim had an awful lot of best friends. And if I didn't know him better, I would think that wasn't genuine, but I know Tim is, is genuine. And Jeannie said, she explained his version of friendship. And then she explained that Ashton honored that at your wedding, not having a best man or a maid of honor, having all of them be best men and all of them be maids of honor. 
And I just love that story so much that that gave us the idea for this season. And mm. that's why Tim's episode, but he, his will be the first because this is all the inspiration. So thank mm. you. You put your little spin on that story. So that's great. Yeah. And, and you know, what's fun about that is that I've shared that, that story about how we had all best men and all maid, maids and matrons of honor. I've shared that story with many other people. I do a lot of premarital counseling with couples and, and they're trying to figure out, well, who's going to be my best man and who's going to be my maid of honor. And so I, I've thrown that out as an option for people to consider and say, Hey, here's what I've learned from my buddy, Tim. And here's what we incorporated into our wedding rather than put different degrees as far as friendship on people. Let's just make them all the same. They're, they're all our close friends and they're all our best friends. And so what's sweet is that there's many, many people who have gotten married that have taken that and made all best men, all maids of honor, and they've never even met Tim before. And his legacy is continuing on and people that he'll likely never meet. I think that's great. And I think it will continue. Hopefully more people will hear this and we'll do yeah. it. It's, it's yeah. great. You set a precedent. Yeah. So. Well, well, Tim helped in that. I mean, I, I, I was the same way. I, at first I was like, well, he would tell me, I'm, you know, Matt, you're my best friend. And then he'd be like, Ashton, you're my best friend. And then I'd be like, what the heck? How come I, I was the best friend for a second. But then I realized I, and Ashton and I like offline kind of processed together. We're like, he really means that we are his best friend. You are, <laughs> she is that person, that person, that person. They're all his best friend. And so I was like, you know, there's something beautiful about that, that they're all his best friend, that he doesn't characterize or, or put people in different places. Um, in fact, I think that's one of the things that really stands out to me about Tim in general, not just about best friends and, and that, that title, but he looks at everybody the same. And I think this is where people that have uh, different abilities that, that don't have uh, Down syndrome or, 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 or something like that. I think this is something that we can learn from, from somebody like Tim that, um, not only do they have a lot more in common than, than some people might think, but uh, to think that um, we, we, we are all, like I said earlier, we're, we're all mankind. We're all humans, and there's something to love in everybody. So when you watch Tim interact with people, he's not stereotyping anyone. He loves everybody. Um, I, we've, we've talked about having him come out here, here to our church and become a greeter because sometimes our greeters at the church, they, they greet the people they're familiar with or they greet people that they're friends with. But Tim, he greets everybody. He loves everybody. Everybody has the potential to be his best friend. If he gets to know him, you're my best friend. Um, and I think there's something there's something beautiful about that. But I think there's a learning opportunity for for other people like me, where maybe we need to be a little less judgmental of others or stereotypical of others, and and putting people in in their classifications based on how we view them or how we see them or preconceived notions as far as who people are. Tim doesn't see that. He sees a walking, talking human. And they can be his best friend. So for me, that was a lesson. And, and uh, I continue to be challenged by that. That's beautiful. Well, thank you so much, Matt. I really, really appreciate your time today. It's You're welcome. Very, it's an honor to have you. Thank you. Well, you're very welcome. You're very welcome. Thank you very much. And, and I would encourage anybody that's listening to this. If you don't know somebody who has Down syndrome, if you don't know somebody that has a different ability than you, you are missing out on life because they are a gift. To, to the world. And so do yourself a favor and go seek somebody out that has a different ability than you and, and get to know them, get to know their story because you, while you think you might be doing them a favor, the, the opposite is actually true. You will be blessed because of that. So, so stop robbing yourself of the joy that you could be having by getting to know somebody who has a different ability than you. That's so true. Thank you. You're kinder, welcome. Kinder words, truer words have not been said. Thank you.
You're very welcome. Okay. Thank you for listening to Born Fabulous Podcast's sixth episode of season two. I hope you enjoyed it and want to hear more. If you would like to see this episode, it is available on YouTube and on bornfabulouspodcast.com. The friendship between Tim and Ashton is a joy to see as well as hear. In episode seven, Ashton shares the impact Tim had on her as a freshman in high school. She's honest and raw. What she says is very important for all to hear. To see some photos and videos of Tim and Ashton or to sign up for our email list, please go to www.bornfabulouspodcast.com. Please like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram and Twitter, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're also on Pinterest. I'd be honored if you would leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Now please enjoy this clip of Love is a Potion. The lyrics are by Melissa Riggio, who was the focus of episodes one through four in season one. The music and voice are by Rachel Fuller.